It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. It's time for the Sharks Morning Skate with all the latest on San Jose Sharks hockey. Here are your hosts, Dan Rusinowski and Drew Remenda. Welcome to Edmonton. San Jose Sharks and the Edmonton Oilers here tonight. We've got Drew Remenda here. This is a place where you worked and lived for a number of years. You know it well. Everybody knows you. Uh, what are your thoughts about coming in here? I'm really glad I'm back in San Jose permanently. This is a very different team, obviously, in the ones that uh, years that I covered. They uh, have finally become a team that can contend and will contend for a top playoff spot and I think will be formidable opponents. The big question mark for a long time in this organization has been goaltending. They have the greatest player in the world. They have probably the second greatest player in the world in Leon Dreisaitl. They've got the greatest player in the world, of course, Connor being Connor McDavid. They got a great supporting cast of Andrew Kane, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Darnell Nurse. They've got, uh, they made a great trade getting William Eklund. This is a team that's built for a playoff run. Um, this wait, wait a minute. Did you hear what you just said? Did I say William Eklund? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Do you mean, they, you mean they traded for William Eklund yeah, and I didn't know? Yeah, is that why he's not here on this that's trip? Right, that's why he's not here on the trip. They traded for him. It was you late, mean Matthias Eklund? Matthias Eklund. So this is a team that is, is built for a, a long run in the in the Stanley Cup, whether they get there or not, because the Pacific Division and the uh, is pretty darn tight, is going to be is going to be fun to watch. But tonight will be a huge test for San Jose. Well, first of all, the last time they played them, they lost seven to one. They were down seven nothing in the game before uh, Oscar Lindblom scored. They never touched the puck. I mean, that's the thing with this team. And you better not take any penalties because these guys are the best power play home on the road in the world. It's interesting to note that finally. We're here at game 70. Finally, Connor McDavid has passed Eric Carlson in even strength points. He's got him by three. And I, I'm looking forward to that confrontation tonight, too, because I'm looking forward to Eric Carlson on this road trip over the border, over the 49th parallel in Canada. A lot of microscopes on him just coming out and, and, and blossoming again because he's, he's had a yeah. tough couple of games. He sagged. Yeah, definitely sagged. It gets hard, man. You've been there. I've been there. It gets hard through all these games to be able to – continue to push and be at your best. Connor's on a ridiculous heater right now. I think it's 32 points in the last 13 games, something like that. It's crazy how good he is going right now. But you're right. Edmonton doesn't let you touch the puck very now. One of the keys tonight will be discipline. But discipline in the way you play the game, your focus, your determination, and of course staying out of the penalty box. That's going to be key. And the other one is rise to the challenge. I think Eric will rise to the challenge, but rise to the challenge about playing this team and seeing how much you can compete with them. Since March the 1st, the San Jose Sharks have one hockey player on their roster currently that is a plus player, and that's Logan Couture, the captain of the team. I think he's been going pretty well and maintaining that, that drive and that desire over the course of these tough times. Yeah, and that's what you need. That's what you want. That's what you expect from the captain of your team and a guy that's been with the organization for this long. This is, that's, that's what David Quinn was hoping for. David Quinn got it, for sure. He needs some other guys to kind of follow suit. Um, what I'd like to see, I'd like to see more from Tomas Hurdle. I know I've said that all year long. You have 12 games left, man. 
me what you got for 12. And then you can get together with everybody else and work on your, your conditioning, changing your conditioning so that you are uh, a little bit lighter, a little bit faster, and a little bit able to endure a little bit more. I'm looking at the Edmonton Oilers prospects for the playoffs, and I am really looking forward to round number one because there's a really good chance they could play the Los Angeles Kings. I think it's probable that they will. And, of course, you got Todd McClellan, ex-Edmonton Oilers coach on the other side of the ice, against Jay Woodcroft on this side. To me, that's just juicy. Yeah, they did. They played last year, um, and Edmonton won that series. Uh, Todd and Jay have been with each other and, um, and been coaching with each other since the Detroit Red Wing days where they won the Stanley Cup, and then both of them, when Todd got the head coach job with the Sharks, brought Jay with them. Jay's been his right-hand man um, for a long, long time. And then when Todd was uh, let go from the Oilers and then they were making changes, Jay was asked by Peter Shirelli, then the general manager, do you want to take over Bakersfield? And it was time for Jay to be a head coach. He's been building for this and building for this and building for this. And he's done a, a wonderful job. Wonderful you've, job. you've got a, a remarkably similar thing going on in Ontario right now with Marco Sturm now, yeah. the head coach of the Ontario Reign. He's on the same path that Jay Woodcroft's on. He's going to be an NHL head coach one day. And, of course, John McCarthy with the San Jose Barracuda is also on that track to learn his way a little bit earlier in the game for him. But, but I think he's doing a good job. And, you know, William Eklund going back to the Barracuda right now, a lot of people were talking about they're saying gosh he's you know he's the only guy with a point scoring streak he's making such progress but more importantly for him he's got to go and play some playoff games he's got to help the barracuda get in he's got to focus on that and business wise i didn't realize this i wasn't totally straight on the rules drew but because he signed a contract when he was 18 years old he still had another year in which he could play nine games and not burn the year in yeah. terms of going toward free agency and so if you're a management, of course you're going to do that. Yeah, you have to make that move. You can't burn that contract with, you know, for 13 games. It is important for him to play some important games. It is important for him to get in the intensity of a playoff battle and help help the Barracuda. If you if you don't win there, um, chances are it's pretty tough to win when you get to the NHL. You can't learn to win in the NHL. You got to learn. You got to have that knowledge before you get here, and then you're going to have to go through some growing pains here as well. But Overall, it's the right move by the, by the Sharks. It's also a reward for the captain of the Barracuda to get an opportunity to play in the NHL again. He's played over 40 games in his NHL career. Uh, I think he last scored when he played for the Colorado Avalanche, but this is a guy that's paid his dues all year. Similar, in a sense, to Scott Harrington, who came in on a tryout contract also with Derek Pouliot. No NHL deal, signed a contract after being on an AHL deal. Uh, these are things that you want to see happen within an organization because you're also building trust and belief in that group. Yeah, absolutely. And the key is um, you also have to see what you got. I mean, the Sharks need to find out what they have and find out what they have at the NHL level. Do they have players at the NHL level that can that can perform and be counted on to be a regular? So this is something that we're going to see over the next couple of years, the Sharks bringing guys up that deserve to be brought up. You can't just bring them up just because of where they're drafted and who they are or whatever. It has to be because of their play. And the Sharks have to see what they have. And one thing that Mike Greer has to find out is what is in the pipeline. Well, we'll find that out certainly in the next couple of weeks. There's only 12 games to go in the regular season. Tonight in Edmonton, it's going to be interesting. I mean, you know, the, the game against the Oilers back in January was one of the games, as I said earlier, the Sharks never touched the puck. 
and it was one of the real blowouts of the year. And I'm thinking about a couple of them that have occurred this year. There are probably three that really jump out at me, maybe four. The game against Edmonton is probably number one, but the other one is on the road in Boston. Yeah. They didn't have much of a chance in that one. The 8-3 to three loss against the Washington Capitals was just ridiculous, but it wasn't fun. And then the 8-5 eight, the eight loss was another one of those games in Seattle. Those are the four that come to mind for me as the real stinkers of the year. Yeah, absolutely. And the Edmonton Oilers can make you look really, really, really bad. They can make you look worse than you are because of the way that they play, as you said. They don't let you touch the puck. They're very talented. They're great in the transition. They kill you on the power play. So overall, if you are not ready to go, if you're not playing in your structure, not playing discipline, you're not going to win hockey games. It's just too tough against this team. They're fast. They play quick. You can get them defensively. You can pressure them. If you're quick to pressure, you're quick to go after, you should be able to, to get on them. You should be able to keep it sawed off pretty close. But... That's only if you play 100% to your structure and 100% discipline and 100% physical. If you want to talk about some inevitable things that could happen tonight, well, here are a couple. Matt Benning is back in Edmonton, and he has one point to go for 100 in his National Hockey League career. I would love to see him get that tonight. On the other side of things, Connor McDavid, who had two goals and one assist against the Sharks back in January, has 297 career goals, so he's three away from the milestone. But also, interestingly enough, he needs two goals to get to 60. And there's only been a handful of times that a player has, A, gotten to 60 goals in the last number of years, but also he's on pace to get over 150 points. That's only happened 12 times in NHL history. So I think that, that there's a lot of special natures of this game that we really have to be interested in. And that's what we've got on the air at 6 o'clock Pacific time. Sharks and the Oilers, that's it for our morning skate today. You've been listening to the Sharks Morning Skate. Make sure you're listening all season long to the latest Sharks news and information right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.